Nona Peltier there with business news. A small group of police officers and family of missing Napier schoolgirl Cursa Jensen have gathered quietly at the gun emplacement where the teenager was last seen alive 40 years ago to the day. It's believed she was murdered with many vividly remembering the searches and long-running investigation. The cold case remains open and the police are still actively seeking information. The 14-year-old was out after school riding her horse Commodore along the, ble- the beachfront at Awatoto when she went missing, her horse was found roaming. Curse's body has never been found and no one ever charged. An orchard worker, John Russell, who was one of the first witnesses to come forward, later became a suspect. He confessed to the teenager's murder, then recanted and later died. Investigators have come and gone in the 40 years since Curse's disappearance. It's Detective Sergeant Daryl Moore's case now and he's hopeful answers can still be found. At the request of the family, they didn't want a large um, public gathering, so we just had a very small um, service with just their family and a number of police officers who had been involved in the case. And we just went down to the gun emplacement at Awatoto where Cursor was last seen, and we just had a short memorial service just to remember Cursor and the last 40 years. 40 years and still unsolved. Can you believe that? Well, yes, I've got the file, so of course I have to believe it. But yes, it is um, It is very sad for the family and also um, very sad for the police that we've not been able to bring closure for the family. It, it is a case, I think you would agree, that's etched in many people's minds, right? Why has it been so difficult to solve? don't know there's any direct answer for that. Um, Sometimes things just fall into place. That crucial bit of evidence comes in during an investigation that just leads us down a trail of breadcrumbs that leads to an arrest. In this case, unfortunately, there just hasn't been that breakthrough. There's been a lot of information, a lot of suspicion, a lot of um, people giving up names and things, but unfortunately the police have just not been able to take any of those to the point where we can reach a conclusion that, you know, we're certain that that person is involved in Curtis's disappearance. Um, Of course, going back 40 years ago too, uh, policing was very different. They didn't have the technology today that we rely on so heavily, the DNA, electronic evidence, cell phones, CCTV cameras. This was this was another era where that those crime busting tools weren't available. So, what is the police theory on what has happened here? Well, uh, if I had that, I would be selling my service to the, to the police, not uh, working for them. Um, look, there are a number of theories of what could have happened. Um, But unfortunately, they are just theories. They are just possible explanations. We don't have a solid explanation. Um, We have some suspicions of people who may or may not have been involved. Uh, But there's certainly nothing that we can be certain about. This is a significant passage of time. Do the police believe her killer is dead? 
Well, we don't know who the killer is, so I can't comment on that. Um, I think it's Over the years, detective, there have been suspects, which is obviously where you're going. There have been suspects over the years. So do you think that one of those suspects who has died is the likely killer here? The main suspect has died. But when I say he was the main suspect, he is the most likely of the suspects who came to our attention. That by no means... Um, means that we believe that he is certainly the offender. He is just, of all the suspects, he is more likely than others. But we are a long way from being able to say he definitely did it or he was definitely involved. Sometimes nature reveals secrets. Well, there were significant weather events in your region recently and I just I know of a, a case of Tanya Furlong who was an Auckland teenager whose body was discovered in sand dunes in Port Waikato when the weather revealed her. I mean, every time there is something like that, you must wonder whether a clue is going to appear. Yes, very much so. And my personal view is that probably our most likely way we're going to actually resolve this is someone is going to find something or someone one day and that new piece of evidence is going to give us the breakthrough to help us get Cursor back to his family and may or may not lead us to identifying who was responsible for her disappearance. And that is Detective Sergeant Daryl Moore, and he is the lead investigating officer on the Cursor Jensen case, a cold case of 40 years. It is.